0: Welcome back to Baking with Booze. The podcast where two friends talk about a few of the things they love
1: most: food and the paranormal. We are your hosts, Brian and Katie, and each week we will serve you up a tasty treat and terrifying tale. So grab a blanket and a snack as we share with you what we've dug up.
0: Balls. Anyway,
1: welcome back everybody. <laughs> Ball!
0: Balls! Balls! <laughs> Balls is the topic of conversation, as it was for a few minutes in the last episode. So, this is episode 25. Um, we Holy were,
1: cow. 25? Yeah, we
0: are almost six months in. What man. I know, right? It does not seem like that long. No. It seems like maybe two months. Yeah. To me.
1: Our podcast now gets better insurance than they did when they were 18, Go you. Ah,
0: I see what you're <laughs> saying. What are you? I, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so.
1: Quarticentennial. Yes. Nice.
0: Nice. So, as talked about on the last episode, uh, this is our second episode of the night. We're
1: powering
0: through. Powering through.
1: Plowing through, some might say.
0: Plowing. Yes.
1: <laughs> I
0: just like your hesitation. I and I was cold. gonna say something dirty and then I was like You're so one dimensional, bitch. Say something else.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
0: so I just decided not to say anything and explain it like this instead. Um You saved some how was your week thing
1: mm-hmm.
0: topic. So how was the other part of your week?
1: How's your week? It's been good. I not to self-promote on here. Ah, okay. But I am starting a series on my other on my other podcast and um, getting people in for interviews for that, and that's super exciting. Mm-hmm. I was telling Chris, you know, I'm fighting for what I want here and making shit happen Mm -hmm. and it is wildly uncomfortable for me because i'm a social anxiety person so reaching out to these people (laughs) with a large following or an actual not that i don't have an actual business but you know like an actual business like brick and mortar business that's just so fucking intimidating to me yeah but i'm doing it anyway because i want it bad enough Mm -hmm. so i'm getting not getting over my social anxiety, but I'm certainly typing out an email, sending it to Chris to have him proofread it to make sure that I sound like professional and not a simp. (laughs) And when he okays it, because, you know, he has to do that shit for a living. Master wordsmith. Yes, master wordsmith. And uh, then I send it off without thought after he okays it, because if I think about it, it won't happen. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. I'm Mm -hmm. proud of
1: myself, too.
0: And that's exciting. Um, Your other podcast is called Root Tap Radio. By the way, for everybody else, I know you don't want to self-promote, but...
1: But Katie will do it shamelessly for me. But
0: I will do it shamelessly for you because love is love. And we, you know, success is great. No matter whether it's just your podcast, our podcast, whatever. It's all great, so... Yes, that is exciting. Many many interviews coming up, hopefully, fingers crossed. Yes. So,
1: <clears throat>
0: is there any other part of your week? Or was that just, like, the special gem that you were saving?
1: That was the special gem for this episode, I
0: think. I'm just like, well, I didn't murder anybody at work. I made it through the week.
1: Hashtag goals.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Breeze out here just, like, attempting to live her best life, giving it her all, and I'm just like, I kept my animals alive this week, and I didn't murder my husband, although it almost happened. Uh, last episode and this episode almost did not get recorded, because I would have been in prison without possibility of parole.
1: I would have tried. <laughs> you would have tried. You, your mom and I would have tried to pull our resources oh. to get you out. You would have helped me hide the body.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes. I was ready to go. Mm -hmm. I told you. You know, it's just one one of those things. Sometimes, you know, you you get into it a little bit with your significant other, or they irritate you, or what have you. And my man almost lost his fucking life this week. And I texted Brie this, and her first response was,
1: I have a shovel, (laughs) if you need it. And I was like... No, I got that. <laughs> it is a small shovel. No, I told you that we would have to stop by Walmart because I have a midget shovel. Oh, okay. My bad. I have one that is, like, three foot tall, possibly. So
0: we would need the help of a small child. Yes. So we will just recruit your son.
1: Incorrect.
0: He cannot keep a secret?
1: Uh, not only that, he cannot work a shovel to save his life.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> gotcha. We'll be there forever while he's digging a hole exactly okay
1: we will be forever while he's whining about having to dig said hole
0: and we'll just be there like margaritas in hand body crisping next to us we'll be like look if you would just put as much effort into digging the hole as you are whining about digging the hole we could have been out of here hours
1: ago yes
0: i know you're only 10
1: we, we would be sitting there, margaritas in hand, 55-gallon drum to the side with body and lime inside. Okay,
0: see, this is why you're smarter than me.
1: Yes. Waiting for the child to dig the hole.
0: Yeah.
1: Hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how much worse can this get? Um, murder, child labor. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Um. Yeah, I don't have anything else to talk about my week. Um, my precious baby angel kitty is a precious baby angel. I don't know. Mr. Jassy Purr, which Nate just looks at me with contempt and on his face when I call the cat that, even though that's my boy. Um, he's, he's just a sweet little angel. He did attack my eyeball on accident because he saw his his fucking reflection in my eye while we were sitting, staring lovingly at each other one night, (laughs) just appreciating each other's existence. And then he was like, something, it moves. I must attack it. And he didn't use his claws, because he never does, because he's a good boy. Mm -hmm. But his beans was on the inside of my eyeball for a split second. (laughs) You trusted him
1: that much to not shut your eyes before he got to you. Well, he's a a cat.
0: He's quick as shit. (laughs) I couldn't close my eye quick enough. Was the thing. And then we just had a moment of like, you still see yourself, don't you? Yeah. I'm just not going to look at you anymore. (laughs)
1: I'm going to need you to not look at my glossy eyeballs. Yeah. That are reflecting myself back. Yeah. That makes me think of, I didn't show you this picture, but Mochi, who is... Jasper's brother
0: mm-hmm.
1: It's my cat. Mm-hmm. And Mochimus is just daddy's boy. He loves his mom, but he's a daddy's boy. Mm-hmm. And he is just love in a fursuit, Aww. essentially. Um, much mischievous, yes, but love in a fursuit. And last night, I took this picture and then I sent it to my soon-to-be mother-in-law and said... My spot has been so- stolen. My place has been usurped. And oh my goodness, we were sitting on the couch, watching Supernatural. No, not Supernatural. Uh, Smallville. Boo. We were watching Smallville because Chris is really watching that series. Gotcha. And little Mochi decided that he needed to sleep on Dad's chest. And instead of sleeping, he just sat there doing the squinty, lovey eyes at me, like, Look, mother. And then every now and again, he would reach up and pet Chris's face. Or, like, put his paws on his neck and just lean in and, like, huff. Air. Him and Jasper both do that. Yeah. That's so
0: odd. Binks doesn't do that. Yeah, well. Binks is probably has to tell himself to breathe (laughs) (laughs) the poor fucking thing my god this cat he plays with his own shit in the litter box
1: it's a sandbox i told you oh for christ's sake he he's always been a little bit of a trouble child but he's a sweet boy
0: he just he's yeah he's more cat-like than jasper is Mm -hmm. in 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 the essence of like he will love on his terms Mm -hmm. but he's coming around Um, I can, he still fucking hides in his tunnel and attacks my feet every time I walk past. Correct. But from my understanding, that's a typical cat thing. Jasper, however, he, he has a very simple schedule. He's very easy to understand. He eat, he poop, he go psycho, and then he take a snooze. And then when he wake up from snooze, he wants to love. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That is Jasper
1: simple
0: boy simple boy in nutshell he's very he's just beautiful i just (laughs) love him so much he's perfect he's perfect (laughs) in every way i need everybody to know this he is beautiful on outside beautiful on inside anyway binks is just binks he's beautiful in his own way
1: yes I, I like how you said you two have just kind of come to an understanding that you are you're sort of learning each other. Yeah. We share
0: love sometimes. Mhm. Mostly I think because he's figured out that I'm the one that feeds them. Uh-huh. Nate does not feed them. Just be, like let's keep our schedule clear, people. Yeah. The cats do not need to become obese. Mhm. Mosquito floated behind you somewhere. Uh oh. And I have not seen him come out the other side.
1: State board.
0: What? State board. It is. Fuck you, Cardinal. Uh mosquitoes are our state birds. I was like, board. Board. (laughs) Is board. (laughs) Okay. Anyway.
1: um... Don't want this board. (laughs) (laughs) Please take
0: board back. (laughs) Is stupid. Only tea. <laughs> Spread much disease. Worst state borb. <laughs> <laughs> oh Moving <my> God. on. <laughs> God damn. Okay. Uh, episode
1: 25.
0: I have the story. You have the food. What'd you make? You made a side dish because multiple recordings yes. cannot eat. I
1: feel something on my kneecap. I was the little spoon this week. You were the big spoon. This is how this is working. I don't
0: think I've made a side dish and you've made a main yet.
1: No. It's just that. just
0: it's just happened to fall that way where it's.
1: I prefer to be little spoon. That's just.
0: I prefer to be big spoon.
1: Oh, there you go. Shake. It works. It's, yes, yes. <laughs> Nope. Oh, okay. Now
0: we're just paranoid. <laughs> Anything we feel on our skin, we're just like, it's that goddamn state it, orb.
1: Yeah, it was my hair because my hair <laughs> falls to the middle of my back and <laughs> it is in a very loose bun at the current second.
0: Mm. Don't worry, I'm sure it'll be me that it attacks.
1: Okay, so this week I made the side dish and you you made last week, I forgot the title of the right? story.
0: I made sweet potato text mess. Tex-Mex salad last
1: week. So I wanted to compliment that, and I'm like, precisely how do we compliment that without making it rice? Because I didn't want to make a rice dish. Mm-hmm. So I made a dip. 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 It is creamy avocado alligator pear. Alligator pear. Cilantro lime sauce. Mm-hmm. So it is made with Greek yogurt, uh, Avocados. One avocado. Thank you very much.
0: Of um, the fresh variety.
1: Fresh cilantro, lime juice, one jalapeno, and then a couple other spices. I... So, I doubled the recipe because obviously I was going to make it for you and for my house. Because Chris hears any sort of Tex-Mex anything and the ears just perk up. Yes. So... I made it for both of us, and I thought, surely there is no way that you need to have a whole jalapeno for one serving. But I'm like, surely you don't need a whole jalapeno. Apparently you do. If you want the heat, if you want a little caliente, then yes, you need the whole jalapeno. The one that I picked was huge, though. So I was like, yes, I made sure that it was a jalapeno, by the way. It wasn't some other, like,
0: don't fucking come for me, okay? Are we talking about the cucumber thing right now? No,
1: because I was thinking, my immediate thought was somebody's like, well, she probably grabbed like a poblano or something. I'm like, no. Okay. I absolutely got okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Even though it was from the same store and their sketchiness. Thought it was attack. No, it was not attack. <laughs> though I did walk past the zucchinis and went, zucchinis. <laughs> <laughs> Trixie bitches. <laughs> I see you. You see me seeing you? <laughs>
0: You, you trick my friend.
1: <laughs> and cucumbers right next to it. I'm like, I see, right? I see. I'm like, how are you gonna do
0: this to people? Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely at this market they are. So it's a table, yes. For all intents and purposes, table with all the freshness upon it, and on the wall behind, not in the correct order, mind you. Are all the things that, yes, here is picture of thing, here is price of thing, here is the name of thing.
0: Where is thing? Yeah. Thing is two spots over.
1: So, yeah, two spots over or added as an afterthought because they had uh, habanero and scotch bonnets. Picture identical. Helpful, it is not. Thank God I know what they look like. Not that I needed them, but, you know, like, same same idea. Yeah. There's three different peppers that look similar. Yeah. And I know what a habanero looks like. There was habanero, plobano, and the one that starts with an S. Cer-
0: serrano.
1: Yeah, serrano. And jalapenos and serranos look similar. Yeah. But not completely the same.
0: So... So you got a big, big fat jalapeno. Yes,
1: I got a big, fat jalapeno on a steak.
0: Did you get the spicy one or not as
1: spicy? This one didn't seem as spicy. I made sure to take the seeds out just because I'm like, I still don't know how hot this is going to be. Do you know how to tell if it's a spicy jalapeno? No.
0: Stretch marks. The spicier jalapeno, it'll have like what. Wh- whitish brownish like little stretch marks on it the more stretch marks it has the older it is the spicier it is that's how you tell a spicy
1: jalapeno okay well both of the ones i grabbed were stretch mark less so
0: not as spicy
1: so not spicy at all i did not know that thank you Uh uh-huh so yeah definitely a take katie's advice when you are picking a fresh jalapeno yeah um, And definitely use a whole jalapeno according to your spice mm-hmm. preferences.
0: Stretch marks equals spicy, as with most things in life. I was going
1: to say, as it should be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Stretch marks has seen some shit. Fuck <laughs> your shit up. You've mm-hmm. been through the thick of it. <laughs> we <get TikTok>. Okay, <laughs> so what is your ingredient?
1: I chose jalapenos. 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 So jalapenos are rich in potassium and vitamin C. They contain antioxidants and helps prepare... Wow. Helps repair damaged tissues. (laughs) Try again. (laughs) Uh, Helps in healing wounds, which would also go along with repairing damaged tissue. Yes. Yes. So it lowers blood pressure, boosts metabolism, reduces bad cholesterol, which is LDL, helps relieve headaches, and Kate contains uh, capsaicin that is a potent anti-inflammatory. What are you about to say? LDL. LDL.
0: Little, 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 little.
1: <laughs> That's the bad cholesterol.
0: I know. I just. It...
1: That's what I'm saying. You need to scream it at your
0: cholesterol.
1: <laughs> Lelely? Lelely. <sighs> my bad. Yeah. Um, it also helps your heart in general. Not just lower blood pressure, but it's good for your heart. And prevention, though I'm not sure why, because I am one of those people that, like, all these benefits, and I'm like, I just feel the heat upon my face. Mm-hmm. Prevents sign sinusitis. Sinusitis.
0: Sinusitis.
1: Yes, thank you. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> I try.
1: Uh, what? Well, yeah, makes sense, right? Makes
0: burns the fuck out your face.
1: Yes, makes whole face run.
0: Did you know that birds can eat hot peppers?
1: You know, I think I did know that.
0: They don't. They can't take like their body doesn't react to the capsaicin.
1: Um, so jalapenos are known as a thermogenic food, and thermogenic foods actually burn away calories and fat, and give you that leaner, healthier situation that you've been looking for, uh, without having to work out. Well, no shit, May it- I fucking! It
0: makes you feel like you're in a goddamn sauna. Exactly. You just sweat it out, and whatever you don't sweat out, it upsets your stomach. If you have IBS like me, and you just shit and you <laughs> shit and shit some more, <laughs> and you have nothing left in your fucking body. No wonder you lose weight. Yeah. I just need to eat some peppers, apparently.
1: Yeah. If you <laughs> if you have upset tummies, like I can't do uh, thermogenic foods, not a lot of them, because I have a higher stomach acid. Um, so it goes, ooh, yeah. light it up, the
0: esophagus. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so light them up, 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 light up, up, up. Sorry. Thank you for that, boy. I love you. Fire! Fire! You know what's the best? Driving down. What? Driving down the road. Which And the road that I'm talking about... There was a train track and then a dip down, Hmm. like, once you left the city. So you're driving down this particular road and there is a train track and then a little dip down. Mm -hmm. And you best believe that I dukes of hazard that shit (laughs) after my shift at the nursing home, (laughs) 11 fucking o'clock at night. Blasting, light him up, 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 as I'm just right over <laughs> my fucking cord focus, yeah. right?
0: Fucking, yeah, <laughs> fucking fallout boy, light him up. <laughs> All the deer in the cornfield are like, damn, <laughs> Can you that bitch do be flying though. <laughs>
1: You can hear me screaming? I'm
0: on fire! <laughs> I'm like no wonder she'd be flying. <laughs> I'm sorry, my tits are sweating. You <laughs> gotta bring them up for some air. It's
1: that capsaicin. <laughs>
0: oh God. Okay. I'm sorry. Are you? Do you still have more? No. Oh, okay. Well, good because we just
1: completely curtailed into <laughs> whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> Okay. If, if, if you haven't, you know, gotten used to it by now, I'm sorry. I don't know what <laughs> it's until you were like half a year through this shit, people. And and welcome, because obviously you're new. <laughs> Come for the food, stay for the just
0: fucked up shit. I don't know.
1: It's literally dinner in a show. I don't know what to tell you, but yeah, it, is it is what it
0: is. We should just put that in our caption. It's dinner in a show. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm going to start marking it like that. Ooh. That was cold.
0: Compared but... to the room. It was a well, shock to the system. Yes,
1: well, my water... Oh, that, is, oh. Yeah, my water bottle is always cold, and, you know, I'm wearing the shortest of shorts. Did I give you those? Yes. I thought,
0: I was like, every time you wear... I think this is, like, the second time you've worn them. hmm Here. And I'm like...
1: Those used to-? Yes, they used to be yours, and I have to wear them, because I only own two pairs of shorts. Because I've gained weight. You He's it's okay. It's okay. And... Still beautiful, still worthy. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And uh, my other pair of shorts that I love to wear to work because they're nice and stretchy, very slimming.
0: Do you get those ones be booty shorts?
1: These ones be booty
0: shorts. Especially on your booty.
1: Whole badonkadonk out.
0: (laughs) Correct.
1: All the business. Without underwear.
0: You will see the lips they be flapping.
1: But yeah, Mochi decided to pee on my other pair of shorts because he is rude. I don't... Okay. So this this child goes into the bathroom and because I have boys and what is the water in a toilet? I don't know. Cover porcelain with all of the piss. So he thinks, this is big litter box, and he shits in the tub. Ah! This didn't go where I thought it was going to go. You should train him out of shit in the toilet. I've seriously considered it because of his, you know, affinity for this. So we have to keep... (laughs) Sorry. He won't go in any other room, but he'll do it in the bathroom. You keep the bathroom door shut and he won't do it. I don't fucking understand. But, he
0: likes it roomy, Mom. Uh, clearly. Fuck. Throw some goddamn litter in that bitch.
1: Yeah. Well, for whatever reason, I had left um, my shorts on the floor and he decided that that was the place to go.
0: I mean, they were shitting in blankets.
1: Yes. I am aware. But he hasn't done that for a bit. It was just all of a sudden, this is happening. hmm <laughs> So, Maybe he was
0: mad at you for something.
1: What the fuck did I do, man? Like, it, it had to have happened. Like, we normally keep the door closed just because of his shenanigans. Yeah. He likes to swing from my curtains like Tarzan. Uh-huh. So we try to keep him like, when Chris is working out of, like, we close all of the bedroom doors and the bathroom door, so he only has the common areas to go into, uh-huh. and less shenanigans to get into. Yes. Um, but yeah, he had, like, a five-minute window, and in that five-minute window, he was unsupervised, somehow, and pissed on my shorts. And I went to pick them up, and I'm like, why is cold and clammy? <laughs>
0: Why is moister than annoying
1: <laughs> I'm like, this, did I drop my water on it or something, oh, and it was pissed, pissed with ink. <laughs> nice. I lost my cool a little bit.
0: I thankfully have not had issue with them going potty anywhere else. They should not be going potty. So I just. Uh, like within the first couple of days, very teeny tiny turn, just oh. on the outside of the litter box. And that's because Jasper feels like he needs to back it up like nobody's business and climbs on the back of the foot, fu- like the edge of the litter box. At least he was at that point mm. to try and take a dumper. <laughs> I see he's flying around our faces now. All right. Are you ready for me?
1: I'm ready for this. Okie dokie.
0: Sokie dokie. <laughs> okay. We are going to be talking about the Geyser Grand Hotel. Oh. Which is in Baker City, Oregon.
1: Okay. Oregano. 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 Oregon. Oregon-a.
0: Oregon. Oregon. So, a little bit of history first. Um, It was built in 1889 as luxurious lodgings for wealthy miners and other elites on the West Coast. The Geyser Grand Hotel certainly lives up to its name. Situated on a prominent corner in downtown Baker City, the property featured grand architecture and state-of-the-art technology for the time, including the third elevator ever built west of the Mississippi River.
1: Okay, so clear something up for me. Yes. When you say minor, is that with an E or an O? An E. Okay.
0: Yes. Like gold miners.
1: Okay. I was like minor as in no.
0: child. Although my phone did spell it that way and I just let it go. Okay. Um, inspired by the classic Italian revival style, this building was constructed using volcanic tuff from the surrounding area, which I thought was pretty fucking cool. Hmm. Baker City, located about 300 miles east of Portland, was known as the Queen City of the Mines- the mining business helped to fuel the energy behind the gold rush that was sweeping the West Coast, along with the growing logging industry in the state.
1: Boy, well, if I just kept my mouth shut, you would have answered it for me. I
0: would have answered it. <laughs> it happens. As time wore on and more miners moved in, Baker City's reputation started to lean towards that of the Wild West. Oh. Even the Geyser Grand felt this change, going from a luxurious building into a rowdy brothel, gambling hall, and overall party zone. Oh. Yes. Spring break. Mm-hmm little bit more about the building um in the hotel's basement subterranean this is where i was i was kind of like nope Uh, it just creeps me out Uh, in the basement subterranean windows open to underground tunnels dating back to the gold frenzy of the 1880s when baker city was flushed with newcomers with new money looking for places to spend it Uh, these tunnels also gave passage to chinese immigrants who weren't allowed on the streets at night they were handy during heavy snow And good for stashing booze during Prohibition. Mm. Mostly, however, the tunnels led to brothels, which the most elite men of the time used to avoid being seen. Shocker.
1: Wild.
0: Yeah.
1: A notion. Yeah.
0: So the third floor is where the brothel was, and that is said to be one of the most haunted areas on the property. But we also have to include the wine cellar and the tunnels in that category. But strictly for now, as the brothel, that continued on through prohibition, probably up until the 1940s, or at least until the authorities became serious about putting an end to it. Mm -hmm. Um, It was transformed at some point into a veteran's hospital, which was normal, as many of the grand hotels temporarily became hospitals for wounded soldiers during World War II. Sometime after World War II, the hotel returned and once again opened for business, but her luster was slipping away. Needless to say, the structure became an extreme fixer-upper over the years, requiring some expensive TLC. By 1968, the Geyser Grand Hotel badly needed restoration in order to become a viable commercial property again. It sat empty for quite a few years before a couple with a love and respect for classic historical buildings and a willingness to invest and raise the money came along and saved the building in in the 1990s. After investing seven million and four and four years of painstaking hard work to bring the Grand Hotel back to its glory days, with 30 rooms that have all the modern amenities, Mr. and Mrs. Dwight Sidway opened it up for business again in 1998, much to the enjoyment of a new clientele and apparently to the past long-dead owners, guests, and employees. So we all know buildings... Uh, especially old ones, typically when they fall into disrepair, if someone starts restoring them, that tends to kick up activity.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Which is what happened.
1: Tale as old as time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done.
0: Okay. There's mentionings of sightings and activity taking place in 1997 in the midst of the Restoration. And now here be the ghosts. Ooh, Ghosties. So, during... Was that bug? No, not a bug. Okay. During its early days, the Grand was a place for wealthy ladies and gents to see and be seen, and one particular character, Granny, Annabelle, made sure she had her rightful place in the crowd. She presided over the hotel from her permanently reserved chair in the bar. One can imagine this elegant lady making a grand entrance on her way down from her residence in room 302, which was a couple of beneath the clock tower. Yes, this place has a clock tower. You're going to shit bricks when you see a picture of this place, because... It is immaculate.
1: Okay. When I, uh, despite its reputation, when I hear the name Granny Annabelle, yeah, it it is far more of the Clampett variety than it is. Oh, Jimmy! <laughs> I just think of the movie Annabelle, the scary shit. Well, that too. But yeah, if you combine those two names, she is in my head much more of the Clampett variety.
0: Oh, well, she's not. She is a dignified lady.
1: Okay. Much, I don't know. With with a reserved spot in the bar. Yes. Alright. hmm In a minor town. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but
0: it was built for the elites, though. Like, the owners of, like, the mines and stuff. That's kind of how it started. But then as the mines got going and more miners came in and the gold rush, blah, 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 that's when more of the rowdy crowd moved in. And so it kind of uh gave it more character
1: so what you're telling me is granny annie had all of her teeth or she at least had a set made for her is what i'm gathering
0: i mean i'm assuming
1: okay
0: but here (laughs) and in fact modern guests claim to have seen just that a beautiful victorian woman dressed in a blue gown descending the staircase and disappearing into the wall it seems that Annabelle doesn't intend to leave the spot deemed the most fortunate place in the country by a 1906 newspaper article. It's also said that she doesn't appreciate anybody sitting in her chair at the bar and will give you a pinch on the fanny to encourage you to get out of her seat. Yes. Oh, Mhm. and in her room 302, it's considered a very active room for paranormal activity. What a shock. She, <laughs> if she admires guests jewelry, she likes to touch it and rearrange it. And apparently when she gets hungry. Excuse me? Yep, however a ghost is hungry. um, She has been known to take the complimentary snacks left for the guests. Oh. Fucking hashtag petty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is mine. Um, Mm -hmm. She likes to make her presence known by appearing occasionally and by knocking on the outside wall. Now we're going to talk about another room. Room 203. Which is into the hot spot. Many auditory sounds of the paranormal kind, specifically, happen on a regular basis in this room. It seems the room right above room 203 is a party time place for loud spirit people, partying it up, playing music, etc. Yeah. One of the owners heard people having a great time at an unscheduled event where the living aren't invited and felt the vibration of music in this area by putting her ear to the wall
1: my personal nightmare (laughs) imagine having that room and trying to get some sleep yeah, and not able to make it stop
0: I would broomstick the fuck out of that ceiling (laughs) keep it down or I'm gonna send you into the afterlife yeah okay I guess they're technically already in the afterlife is that classified as the afterlife?
1: as being dead? it's more a limbo okay that's what I thought anyway get thee away from me is (laughs) the point yes (laughs) Yes. There's
0: also a room called the Rain Room. No explanation really is for that. Uh, shocker,
1: it has a spirit. Rain Room is all it. It makes me think of the room in Harry Potter
0: Room of Requirement.
1: No. In the uh, Ministry of Magic where Ron was. Um, <sighs> Uh, he took the polyjuice potion and was supposed to go, um, fix the one guy's office because it was raining in his office. Oh, yeah! Yeah. Okay.
0: Yes. Um, guests who stay in this room share it with a spirit who likes to take a shower. The spirit will patiently wait for the, the paying guests to go to bed first. Um, after that, though, guests hear the shower turning on and splashing... Like somebody is bathing.
1: Well, at least he doesn't try to tandem shower.
0: <laughs> I mean, he could just be staying in there.
1: Oh!
0: Nope. Yes. Incorrect. Yes. Now get some more soap on your sponge. Ooh! Okay, <laughs> out. Um, the These next ones are kind of a couple little random uh, ghosties. People have also seen the entity of a young girl in the hotel's basement and on the third floor, which... Little little kid ghosts. No thanks. Uh, they've also seen a female entity from the 1930s, described in one source as being friendly, oh. dressed in a violet vintage dress from the 30s era. Hmm. People have also seen a 1920s saloon dancer. She appears from the waist up, dressed in a red corset and a hat with a tall peacock feather.
1: Oh, fancy.
0: Mm-hmm. These ones, we, next ones, we have a little bit more um, information on. Uh-oh except for this poor fellow's name. <laughs> there is the male entity of a former chef has also been seen hanging around in the kitchen. Wow. Yeah. One Japanese film crew caught a weird light floating around the kitchen. He appears on occasion dressed as a chef, but with no visible head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I rewrote that one as how I saw it. To be a little bit more shocking. (laughs) This unfortunate victim apparently is still a little hot under the collar about his preventable death. Apparently he stuck his head into a dumb waiter and the thing closed and chopped his head off.
1: Oh my god. Yeah.
0: (laughs) This entity slams doors and throws pots and pans, perhaps still mad about the dumb way he died.
1: Fair. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Fair. His best party trick, however was levitating a big crate of glasses oh. floating it around the air and letting it crash to the floor. This event was witnessed by a living chef on staff.
1: Rude. Yeah? Rude.
0: Fuck your glasses.
1: Fuck your glasses. Fix that dumb waiter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're ordering more, more fancy, expensive glasses, and you should be, I don't know, having a maintenance man coming around, making sure that dumbwaiter in the, in the fucking door is like, the screws are tight enough so it doesn't just kapoop.
1: Don't worry about the salt. I have more than enough for anybody here.
0: Thanks. Yeah.
1: Really?
0: So this next spirit is probably the most frightening of them all. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Um, I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce this, uh, this woman's last name, so I'm going to give it my best go. Amy Venezia, an Oregon resident and professional medium, described her experience with this spirit in an interview with Country Living Magazine during a christmas eve stay at the geyser grand she experienced what she describes as a dark mass floating by her bed watching her sleep no no thanks no this is a quote from her i'm very accustomed to spirits and and not scared of much but this is a very old very strong very different type of entity and not a typical connection and i was frightened oh she said the spirit was almost like a big dog that doesn't know what size it is when it pounces on you oh yeah um she said it was too much for me then with time though i see it's it's taken me to a deeper level and that is good but there is no doubt that the hotel that that hotel is haunted
1: okay so i really enjoyed like i was comforted by the dog thing and then i remembered wait no she's meaning that this is a metaphor. Yes. And I don't like that.
0: Yeah. So, like my 90 pound slobbery golden retriever who hops into my lap thinking she's like a 15 pound lap dog. Yeah. Staring at me like, I'm gonna do it. And I'm like, bitch, you're too heavy. And she's like, I'm gonna do it.
1: Softly? Softly?
0: <laughs> Softly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> it's like I'm not here, just wagging.
0: Yeah. Mother, I'm not here. You can only feel the couch dip. Anytime I touch a toe on it. (laughs) So last but certainly not least is an unknown male entity. Um, this entity is believed to be a murder victim who (laughs) was a cowboy Uh and the boyfriend of another female spirit who is said to have killed herself because of his death. I didn't have, there was no information on her spirit though. Just, she is a spirit that is there apparently. Um, he, doesn't appear to be angry, but likes to stay around the hotel. Uh, apparently, he was shot with a gun, probably at the gaming table. Oh. He did get justice for his own death, though, as the culprit was caught, tried, and convicted in a court of law, becoming Baker City's first murder conviction. just thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, so that's it for the ghosts. Um, now, if you do ask the owner, she will say that she has never seen or experienced anything herself. But she claims it's that's because she goes to bed early and most of the activity doesn't start until close to midnight. But she does assure people it is haunted. It's just that she encourages people not to be afraid because ma- the majority of the spirits there do not intend to harm or frighten anybody. They just want to party and have some fun.
1: I'm glad that even though she has never experienced anything herself, she doesn't deny yeah. that it's absolutely haunted. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of places will say, no, never. We know. Yeah. We know.
0: Yep. She's just, she goes to bed early and apparently doesn't experience anything herself, but there were enough accounts that I read through, you know, many people that work there, people that stay there, what have you, that claim, yep, it's fucking haunted, dude. Um, I do, I don't, I, I didn't add it in my notes, but if I remember reading it correctly, I do believe they do like a haunted tour every October. Oh. Every year, so I don't know if you're in that area or want to travel or what have you, you could maybe check that out as something to uh, go and take a tour of. Um, Taps has been there. Oh. That was another thing. Taps has been there, and they conclude that it's haunted.
1: Nice. So,
0: yep. That's a. Uh, that's my story.
1: He likes it.
0: I uh, thank you. I don't know. I was just in the mood for Oregon. I, that's how I try and research sometimes. It's like I think of a state.
1: That's what I did for my last one. I was like, mm-hmm. "What state feels right?"
0: Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Let's do Oregon. Let's do Oregon." And I found that. I was I was pretty surprised by what I found, and I was surprised that I, I found enough on it because I found it on like, these are one of Oregon's most haunted blah 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 blah. And a lot of times it seemed like those don't work out. Yeah. Like there's not enough information on it, mm-hmm. but I was able to find it on that, so that was cool. So, so thanks. So, would
1: you like to do your this or that? Uh, yes. And actually, I'm going to do um, my monstrous media first.
0: Yay! Because this is the first monstrous media you have, right? Yes. Okay.
1: Monstrous media. This section will contain spoilers, so proceed with caution. Okay, so as we know, I don't really watch scary movies, not often, anyway. Uh, So My Monsters Media is actually a book. Yay. So this is called Cemetery Boys by Aidan Thomas. It's the story of a transgender man who is growing up in his latinx community um, which is a community of Bruhex or um witches Mm -hmm. um if you don't know the term and they uh worship lady death and he is trying to find his way in the community because obviously female to male his family clings to their traditions and says that there's no way that Gabriel could be a Brujo. He would, since he was born female. And they just assume that their deity won't accept him. Mm-hmm. And she does. And so it goes through <clears throat> the story of him becoming a Brujo. And uh, then. A classmate of his dies. He is helping this classmate to find peace and I know that that sounds very like, oh, so heartwarming, this and that, but there is a lot more grit to this story. I'm not going to give away everything but there's there is some cultiness in this book and some sacrifice happening. Ooh. And it is a very good book. Like I listen to it on Overdrive. I that's where I listen uh, do most of my books these days. Um it's just an app on your phone for it's free. free. Yeah. yeah, you can just hook up your um, library card to it and if your particular um, library has it, you can use it for free. Mhm or if they don't have it you can request it. And I have requested several books and my library has purchased each of them already. Awesome. So definitely look that up. Um but yeah, I really love this book. I think it's like a newer a newer thing. I don't know exactly what year it came out, but it was kind of on the like pride books to
0: look for. I was gonna say, that's pretty cool. I mean, I don't, <laughs> as we've said before, I'm more the movie person and mm-hmm. you're more the book person, so I don't really get to, to see what all is out there in terms of representation across literature. Yeah. But that, I that's a, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. That it, it you know. I love the, uh, I love the mix of culture and they were very good at I, I don't know if this author is Latinx or not, but they were very good at slightly addressing what's uh, appropriation from other cultures. Um, it was a window into this community. The characters were awesome. Very, like, a lot of depth to them and talking about their traditions and... Um, just their family in general, like, how things worked. Gabrielle's father is uh, the leader of the Bruhex community. He is, like, the head, um, essentially, would be head of Coven. Uh, so the priest.
0: Now, is this and, a
1: fiction? Yes, okay. this is a fiction. Um, and it talks about how, like, his struggles with his son being trans... And he is accepting, but he is struggling with that, with his own religious views and um, having to essentially be pastor, if you will, uh, and uphold his traditions while trying to find a way to accept his son and um, integrate that to move forward. Yeah. And Gabriel lost his mother a year before, who was fully accepting of her son, and lost her in a tragic accident and so it it talks about that i i love the depth of this book because it's not it's not one tonal it's just there are so many things going on and i i want to read it again because it's one of those that you get fully immersed in this world it
0: does sound very complex yes in that i mean i don't know If, if i probably just were to read the back the back of the book i'd be like what yeah but having you explain it to me uh, you know a little bit more in depth it sounds it does it sounds very interesting and it is very intriguing Mm -hmm. to me just because those Mm -hmm. are like a lot of like I guess traditionally thought of very separate things you know topics Mm. I guess and so like having them to come together in a story and then also be properly represented yeah. And well-researched. Mm-hmm. That's, um, that's just intriguing to me.
1: And this story is based in L.A. um. So this very well, like, obviously, there's a couple things that just couldn't happen. But um, there is... The story as a whole is probably happening today. Oh, I'm you sure. Know, you know? Yeah. Like, that's... I'm sure that there's somebody out there who is... The main character here yeah you know as a a trans man in a, a latinx uh community is a brujo and i i love that the way that the author portrayed and again i don't know if the author identifies with any of these communities i just love how they represented yeah and i learned a lot like i i kind of pride myself on being somebody who takes a lot of time to research these things and be up to date on things. I'm trying to do my due diligence Mm -hmm. and I learned quite a few things just from this book about the LGBTQA community and also the Latinx community, the Brutal community, Mm -hmm. um, or I'm sorry, the Brutal community. And I, If you're not a Spanish speaker, I would definitely try to either A, use Google Translate quite a bit, or listen to it in audiobook because the um, voice actor does a really good job. I, I believe that they're a native Spanish speaker but they do a very good job with pronunciation and whatnot, I would be hopeless because I speak a minimal amount of Spanish. So there's quite a few terms in there or even a few phrases that are just all Spanish
0: mm-hmm. as
1: it should be. But I would have struggled with it yeah. if I didn't have the audiobook. That's so. another thing
0: too. I think, I don't know. Not everything has to be for everybody. Yeah this book is obviously i mean it could be for anybody that you know that's interested yeah. but this book is very specifically about telling a very specific viewpoint yes. of somebody who it, it could very well be living this story yes so this
1: this could very well be somebody's yeah. life and i'm sure it is somebody's yeah. life
0: and if it's not for you then just move on
1: yeah but i adore it mhm i highly recommend it 10 out of 10 what's it called again it is called Cemetery Boys by Aidan Thomas. Gotcha. Well, awesome. Thanks. You're welcome. That sounds very
0: interesting. Now, y- you've done your first ever Monstrous Media. Yes. I would like to say that's probably the the best Monstrous Media we've ever had. <laughs> it's definitely the more in-depth. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot more thought-provoking than like, Oh no, there's a fish in a skin suit somewhere. <laughs> On a book. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, what do you have for this or that?
1: Ready? Let's play. Alright, so would you rather travel to Doll Island? You know the island yes. that I speak of? Yes. Okay, for the people who don't know the island that I speak of, there is an entire island of haunted ass dolls. Chess
0: horrid and i believe it's actually it's almost impossible to get to except for by boat so by you, boat. you're pretty cut off
1: yes and there apparently is a caretaker of said island and yes. i watched a uh a see, an episode of a show mm-hmm. that the doll's head moved one of the dolls moved mm-hmm. horrid nasty things anyway so would you rather visit doll island or the amityville house
0: Doll Island. Really. Hundred percent. Yes, ma'am. I'm I'm freaked out by certain dolls. For some, I don't know, just really odd for some reason. That does not bother me whatsoever. I've seen episodes. Um, Ghost Adventures has been there.
1: Yeah, that's probably where I saw it.
0: And Bagel Bites. Yeah, he's been there. I don't know. It doesn't. I if I remember right, I think the caretaker almost views it as, like, him taking care of the spirits because yeah. he believes there's spirits attached to the dolls. It's a
1: little like girl. Like, children. It's a little girl. Yeah. Specifically one little girl. Yeah,
0: and so it, I guess it's his way of, like, honoring slash taking care of them. Yes. Um, Yeah, I would for sure go to the doll island before i would go to the amityville house
1: okay well i would be skipping to the amityville house because i want nothing to do with that island
0: you would rather have a demon
1: i will take my chances with the amityville house (laughs) versus a island of haunted demon dolls thank you very much i mean i'd go
0: to both it's just that like if i were to spend let's say if i did you say spend a night no i just said
1: go to okay
0: so i would go to both Neither one of them particularly creeped me out, I guess, but if I had to choose which one to spend a night in, it'd be Doll Island. Oh, no. Yes. No.
1: Absolutely not. Amityville, here I come. Toot toot. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So, zombie apocalypse has happened.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. It's my greatest fear.
1: Which weapon would you choose? Oh, this is interesting. Yes. Which weapon would you choose? Now, would you choose an axe? It could be any variation that you want. You could have a baseball bat with an axe head on it. I don't care. Axe of some sort. Or a gun. Axe. Same. Never run out of ammunition. Exactly. I'm not too concerned about the having to get up close and personal for that shit. What I am concerned about is being done with the ammo within 20 rounds.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, I know we live in yee country.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But let's be honest, these motherfuckers are buying up everything, and there isn't even an apocalypse going on right now. So right. I, they're just afraid that somebody's going to take their guns from them.
1: Right. And say, say that that does happen and the house is abandoned, I'm going to have to figure out a way to get into their gun locker to get the ammo yeah or i'm gonna have to get real fucking lucky at trying to figure out where they've stashed their ammo and if the ammo is still good
0: yeah see yes um i am much more a melee person because let's be honest you're going to be up close and personal with them it's going to fucking happen at some point so and especially if you're trying to be quiet which is uh probably a good majority of the time you need something that's not going to go boom um plus there's the whole it doesn't run out of ammo um yep i'm gonna also not not to brag or anything but when i play left for dead um i always have the most melee kills out of anybody i'm just saying i just like slicing and dicing them i guess i'm just an aggressive motherfucker i don't know i don't want it to be over too quick you know what i'm saying i want them to suffer a little bit.
1: You spooked me, and now you're, yeah. you're gonna
0: die. I'm gonna take you off at the fucking knee, motherfucker. You're gonna drop, and you're gonna be trying to drag your fucking torso on over towards me, and I'm not gonna. No, maybe I'll chop your fucking head off. Then you can't do nothing. Anyway, that got aggressive real quick. My apologies. Yep, I'll take uh, I'll take any melee weapon pretty much yep. uh, over a gun.
1: Yes, so, I agree. Yeah all right so real place that you would rather visit i just realized that i did two of these in a row whoopsie it's okay uh would you rather visit salem massachusetts yes or silent hill salem
0: silent hill's a real place
1: yes it's a real place it's
0: in fucking west virginia isn't it
1: um i'm going it up
0: Pretty sure it's right down in there somewhere.
1: Right down in that holler.
0: In the holler. In
1: the holler. Pennsylvania. 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 Okay. I don't know that's uncomfortably close.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know much about Silent Hill other than it being a video game and a movies and stuff. Mm-hmm did any real life scary shit happen
1: there? Yeah. Okay. It looks super creep and says that it's abandoned and, um, like it says like the area is haunted. Okay. So yeah, I, I'm guessing
0: for all reasons, Salem, that's one of like, plus seeing abandoned places like that is one of the biggest, like scary triggers for me ever. Yes. Um, that's when I'm instantly like, the apocalypse has happened. I'm the only one left. I'm going to die. Apocalypse
1: is nigh.
0: Yeah. Salem, for sure, I'd rather go to. I mean, just out of pure interest and to avoid terror. I'm not afraid of Salem whatsoever. I just find it intriguing.
1: Yeah.
0: Also sad, but intriguing.
1: I would rather go to Salem for the same reason that is somewhere that I've always wanted to go yeah I understand like the video game people or the movie people may be like fucking yes Silent Hill but obviously M's the bunny don't want to go there
0: neither one of us are really gamers either so
1: sorry yeah can't uh, can't share your Chris might
0: yeah want to go there I mean I'd go but if I had to choose between the two I'd say well.
1: Well, then you and Chris can go and I'll sit outside the city limits like, nah. (laughs) Nah, With my melee weapon, just in case. I'm gonna
0: be as close physically to to your person as I've ever been then, because I will literally be sandwiched to his back. (laughs) I will be hugging him as if he were a motorcyclist and I was riding behind him, as in you will never leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: You will be jetpack. I will be. I will be
0: like a little backpack on his ass. Yes, ma'am. You best believe that... You hear me, sir? He doesn't listen, does he? No. You, you can tell him. Yeah, I like can a, tell them. Be like a little fucking spider monkey.
1: <laughs> I'll be sitting outside the city limits, outside of the fog limits, with my little melee weapon and my holy water. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't, salt enclosed ain't, yes. in the car. My hula hoop of salt yeah. ain't the day.
0: Yeah. I'll sacrifice myself so he can get out alive. If there's a choice.
1: I'll have my little like two-way radio. Shh. Come in. Everybody good? <laughs> I'll be like, shit's fucked, man. Shit's fucked. Okay.
0: Mm, them nurses. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. that's a whole hell of a lot of no nope. yeah i ain't doing it <laughs> that if i see something like that i am gone i can't even promise if i like i don't know when i say i'd let him come out alive that's like i don't know if we were caught and it'd be like look one of you can live the other one has to sacrifice yourself i'll take one for the team if it's we're fucking running and he's behind me and he's not keeping up which i doubt it because like yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> He's been in the fucking military. That motherfucker can push through yeah. if he needs to. I will just give up once I have reached my maximum point of, like, a bitch can't go anymore. But I'm going. I'm not looking behind me. If I see one of those fucking bitches like this chasing after me, I'm out of there. So hopefully he follows, but yeah, he would. I won't be turning around. It's turning around. He'll fucking, I'll be looking at him as he's fucking running ahead of me.
1: He would not let anything happen to you if he can help it.
0: I know, I trust that. He's a yeah. good man. 12,000%. <laughs> Once a
1: Marine, always a Marine. Yeah. It is what it is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, little bitch, though, I told you not to eat that Taco Bell before we went,
1: though. The, this <laughs> Bitch, I don't understand why you were the jetpack the whole fucking time. As soon as we saw something crazy, you thought you were going to jump off and be faster. (laughs) You watch... You
0: wait. I might surprise you motherfuckers. I might. I might be like, look, I'm going to be like this. Be like, I can't take care of myself. As soon as I see something, I might fucking speedy Gonzales the fuck out of there. You're not catching me. Look, I'm like a dwarf, okay? I'm... Blazemore sprinters, <laughs> We're not suited for long stretches. Whatever it is, flip flops are flying. <laughs> flip flops. No, I'm not. Nah. I, if I go into a place like that, it's gonna be like combat boots fitted with like a pop out fucking knife <laughs> and rainbow Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna flip these bitches into sport mode. <laughs> <laughs> Throw them a strap on the back. Strap on the back, you know, that means business. For
1: my quick getaway. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Chris has his, like, his little toe shoes or whatever. He'd be fucking, he'd be running so fast, his toes would be spread out, gripping as much as he could to get away. Yeah. He'd be like a lizard. (laughs) And I'd be like, I don't know, a Hummer trying to push my way through. (sighs) All right. Are we done? Yeah. Okay. Before this, this could just descend even further into chaos. (laughs) Okay. You can find us. <laughs> I'm just picturing. I'm just imagining just different scenarios of me and Chris running now. Like, just different ways we're dressed. Who's in front, who's in, in the back. Like, it, who's, who makes it out.
1: It is a whole Scooby Doo montage in your head it right is, now. It is. <laughs> it really is right now. And I'm
0: like, mmm, that motherfucker who's going to get out of there alive. <laughs> okay. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Baking with Booze you can send your scary stories or your recipes in to baking underscore with underscore booze at yahoo.com. Um, other than that, we hope you enjoyed the episode that you have a great week ahead and we will catch you next time.
1: Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.